welcome to scrub mode and i just want to preface this episode that you know mistakes were made <laughs> we're uh Uh-oh. We're, re- we're redoing the intro for this episode and uh we're, I'm, I'm glad that you're here i'm glad to be here i'm glad to be here with john and ryan yeah it's yeah. very sweet julio and uh Aww. yeah so yeah just uh i just want to preface that this is a little do-over and uh we're we're uh, long story short uh lost audio but yeah Anyway, so this, this episode, this, we're talking about yokai. Yes, and it will also sing, as we have, uh, after this episode came out, we hit upon a, a new format of going through the Monster Manual alphabetically, so this will also sort of serve as our animated objects episode, thus finishing off the A section yeah, in the Monster yeah. Manual. Yeah, so uh, without any further ado, um, enjoy the episode. We start off by, John starts off by asking us who our, what our favorite yokai are. <laughs> and it's uh it's gonna be fun yeah. <laughs> enjoy the episode thank, thank you. you bye let's try that again uh, i was a again, big fan of inuyasha <laughs> yeah uh you said favorite yokai inuyasha you said yeah i'm a sucker for his uh his adorable dog ears <laughs> <laughs> for me it's uh it's the umbrella with the uh with the mouth and the one eye uh, that was uh, one of my favorites until I did a little research today and found a new king of the animated objects. Ooh. Um, we'll get to him. And another one of my favorites is just a big wall. <laughs> it's just a wall. <laughs> I almost included that guy where it's just the wall you run into and there's no way around it. Yeah, he's just there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His little, it, that's all his haunt is. It's just stopping you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, um, what what's another good one? Another good one is like, uh, haunted lantern, haunted shoes, all these items. Yeah. When they reach 100 years old, they become they, enchanted. They get haunted and spirited. If they're um, an animal, they get an extra tail and more power. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I the mean, the power like, is uh, stored in the tail. Isn't there, uh, isn't there uh, one where it's like a mouth on on the head on the back of the head? Yeah, hidden behind yeah. the hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was fucked up. It's <laughs> a spooky one. It's a spooky <laughs> one for sure. Well, I, I'm pleasantly pleased that nobody has mentioned anything I've put down here. Um, in part because like people, like actual scholars, have written stuff on animals like the butthole sucking cucumber loving kappa. Yeah, and, and the I love the capo. I love oh, the yeah. <laughs> I love a capo roll. Yeah. He sucks Kappa. your soul through your butthole. Yeah. He also drives a boat in Animal Crossing. <laughs> yep. Spe- speaking of Animal Crossing, everybody knows what a tanuki is, thanks to yeah. Tom Nook. Yeah. Good old Tom Nook. That ruthless capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> he wants your bells. He does. Well, look um, how cute he is. <laughs> So I tried not to pick um, any of those guys because everybody knows those guys and people who are actual scholars can do a way better job describing them to our audience than I can. Um, But I have a selection of some guys here, most of whom I think we can, you can almost with just a few slight tweaks to pre-existing monsters, um, rip them and throw them into your D&D campaign with little changes to throw your players off balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, one the more side would be really troll. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, and the animated, uh, the wall one would be so mean. You're just like, no, players can't go that way. <laughs> and it feels like railroading. We're just like, oh, magical wall. Just yeah. a little bit, yeah. But still, Big old still ghost wall. Because then it could be like a puzzle. Honestly, yeah. if there was a way to appease the wall or something, I think that would be great, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you do like a favor for the wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah that'd, that'd be fun. Uh, one more note. Uh, I guess two more notes. Quick, for all those animated objects, I think the animate object spell has got you covered. No matter the size mm-hmm. or shape, you can have a whole plethora of umbrellas and shoes and lanterns and whatnot attack your players. Oh, man, that sounds great. <laughs> and this fun. might surprise you guys, but I don't speak Japanese. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a, you you fooled me. <laughs> so our, our usual warning, I'm doing my best. I did. I had the help of my partner who does speak some Japanese and mm-hmm. Google oh, Translate. Nice. I'm doing my best, but any misunderstandings or mispronunciations, I do fully apologize for. Hell yeah. uh, let's get into it. Have you guys ever heard of the Hyosube? Hyosube. Mm. No, but I've probably seen a picture of it. <laughs> These are dirty, squat, hairy, yet bald little goblins. Oh, that sounds yeah, adorable. That sounds <laughs> Uh, their pets are constant. Their pelts are constantly oily and dirty and sticky, and they pick up dirt wherever they go. But they also shred like shed like crazy, so they leave all their dirty hair everywhere. Little Dude. garbage beings. Yeah, little, little garbage, little, rowdy garbage little, boys. Little yeah. cube monsters. <laughs> little, little dirt dwarves. <laughs> uh, so, weirdly, they have a very strong sense of honor. Oh. Okay. Um. And they love to do mischief, but they hate horses. Hmm, that's hmm. interesting. Which, like, I, I'm i sort of... Um, another thing these guys love to do is take baths. And so, I also, <laughs> I also... We were just talking about... Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Uh, I also love to take baths and hate yeah. horses. So I'm kind of feeling <laughs> these guys. It's weird. It's just... It's, you, you'd <laughs> think they wouldn't be into bathing. <laughs> Considering how dirty they are. Yeah, I don't know. But they li- I just want to get this out. Seems like a there. paradox. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just want to get this out there. Uh, they love horsing around, but they absolutely can't stand them. <laughs> oh, shit, Ryan. That one was staring me in the face, and I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. This is why we have writer's rooms, okay? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah. When they do take a bath in your tub, they leave all their dirty hair and it makes a gross ring on your tub. And Ugh. if you throw out the bath water, it can kill people, especially horses. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> they kill the horses. <laughs> they specifically get dirty just so they can poison horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they have gross. a contagious laugh, too. And if you oh. if you fall for their laugh and you laugh along, too... Then in some stories you laugh until you die. Oh no! Oh wow! Very, very, very demented. Yeah. That's um, not a. That's not horror. That's not like a very prank anymore. Ass. No, no, that goes beyond mischief. Yeah. As does this. Um, their favorite thing in the world, however, more than fucking up horses, more than baths, is eggplants. <laughs> okay. These little fuckers. <laughs> Love eggplants more than anything. Oh, man. Um, in one story, a woman noticed that her eggplants kept getting eaten, 
And so she, like, staked out the scene of the crime, and the Hiosube saw her, and she turned purple like an eggplant and died. That's no. the whole story. Wow. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He's a curse upon you. <laughs> the eggplant curse. Eggplant curse. I'll uh, turn your purple. Turn your purple and you'll die. Like an eggplant do. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's seems like really unfair. Like she grew those eggplants, goddammit. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right? That was her that was her yard. <laughs> she didn't even try to stop them. She was just peeping on them. Yeah, she was hmm. just curious. It's like, what happened here? Uh now, I I think my favorite part about these dudes is that in some parts of Kyushu, the Hiosube are honored at Chinto tri- shrines in part, and I couldn't find any more information on this, but they're honored at shrines due to their quote-unquote military service performed in the past. <laughs> Which implies to me a seven samurai situation, but with yokai, where they defended towns in Kyushu from, like, Mongols or other feudal lords or some shit. Oh, that sounds yeah. badass. I want yeah. to play that video game. And one of them happened to be a really hairy, bald, uh, greasy man. Greasy man like, that loved eggplants and hated fucking horses. <laughs> that probably, like, poisoned a ton of horses and turned probably an attacking samurai into an eggplant. Ghost of, uh, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Let me play Ghost of Kyushu. Kyushu. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, so, like, to this day, in some parts of that prefecture people will leave eggplants at the Shinto shrines, both to be like, thanks for protecting our ancestors. Uh, also, please don't eat my other eggplants. Yeah. Or kill me. Or use my bat. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what do, you, what do you guys think of these? The the Hiyosube? Oh, man. They're, they're cool. <laughs> they're pretty rad. They're probably my favorites right now. Well, Redly hairy dudes. <laughs> All hairy dudes. Um... So when translating them to fifth edition, I'd say like let's start with the imp stats. Imp okay. Stats. Okay. Yeah. So like pretty pretty small, pretty weak. Challenge rating one. Mm-hmm. Imps have the ability to shape shift, which these guys don't have. So I say we give the, take away the shape shifting ability and give mm-hmm. them Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh yeah. Because I got that contagious laugh. And you gotta yeah, yeah. give them uh, like um, what's that one spell? Uh, mockery. Uh, oh, vicious mockery. Yeah, vicious maybe. Mockery. You know, oh, I think I would yeah. give them that. Just a, just a troll people. With. Yeah. <laughs> also, because some... Tasha's hideous laughter is what you call a save or suck spell. Like you'll make the save or your life is gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe like have a twenty-four hour immunity, like they do on some of those other oh, spells, yeah. so that like if your party gets jumped by ten of these goblins, they don't have to roll. Like yeah. 10 saves, times. one of which they'll inevitably <laughs> fail and then get stabbed to death while they're laughing by goblins. I think I think their mere vicinity should cause like some kind of like like effect. Like well, ghouls, effect. ghouls have a stench aura, maybe because these guys are such yeah. stinky bratty boys, we can have a similar thing. Yeah, you could yeah, throw that I'll, on. I'll give that to them. And then that would probably put them up to challenge rating too, which will make them like a little more threatening than, than your ordinary imp. Yeah they're, yeah, they're easy to kill, but you know, if you're if they'll go for if the you're jugular. Careful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you're not careful, they'll make you laugh, and then they'll, you know, then you'll you have death. to you'll have to do some wisdom saving throws. <laughs> yeah, or you can you know you can ply them with eggplants to just fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like here, 
Don't mess with me. <laughs> Get out of this village. I don't want to see you again. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, stinky man. All right. Go away, stinky boy. <laughs> Go away, little stinky boys. Be gone, stinky boy. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the Baku. You guys ever heard of a Baku? Sounds familiar. Sounds like a fighting game character if I've ever heard one. That yeah, does sound I mean, like a familiar Baku. name. I my I have to stop myself from saying Bakugan Brawlers every time I say Baku. <laughs> Baku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, when the gods were making all the things, they had a bunch of leftover parts, a bear's body, an elephant's head, a rhino's eyes, an ox's tail, and a tiger's legs. And they mashed them all up together and decided that these dudes eat bad dreams. Oh, okay. So it's got the face of an elephant yeah it has got the uh it's got a bear's body and tiger bear's legs body. and an elephant's head oh that sounds bad that's pretty dope yeah. uh so in japan and in some parts of china um these guys like just their mere image carved into a wall or a tablet tablet you know kind of like a gargoyle like they're mm-hmm. half gargoyles half dream catchers because they scare away evil yokai and they eat bad dreams and they scare away bad luck and diseases Hmm. Their symbol of good. good yeah, just the the kanji, you know, just the word Baku embroidered yeah. on a pillow or a blanket is enough to protect you from bad dreams and illness. Hmm. Nice. Baku, so a very yeah. powerful, good creature. I like that. If you know, it's a tradition where if you're having bad dreams in Japan, uh, as a kid in some places, uh, you can take a, like a little graven image of a Baku and be like, hey, I'm having bad dreams. Can you eat them? And then a Baku will show up and eat your bad dreams. You won't have any more bad dreams. Nice. And what uh, a like, creature. Yeah, what a good dude, huh? I like him. <laughs> um, fun note, and you guys may already be kind of picking up on this, but the word Baku is also the common name for tapirs in Japan. Ooh. And there is a certain taper-based Pokemon that eat streams yeah, dr- drowsy and you got it yeah are, are, are their names are different in japanese aren't they uh what are their japanese i don't names? know that's actually i didn't look that up because i'm an idiot <laughs> that's okay. well, while you're that's looking fine. up what ha, what uh, drowsy and hypno's names are in japan uh there's also yeah. muna and musharna from the black and white gen which stick more with that elephant headed thing but also eat dreams and protect children hmm uh, I, I don't know how to translate this guy into D&D. My best guess is to take the Kirin, which this guy is related to, you know? Yeah, yeah. And just give it a bunch of anti-hag tech, because when I think creatures attacking me via dreams in D&D, I hags. think hags. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I think somebody with a little more, more time on their hands could really pump this guy up and make it like... Similar to a Kirin, but like an arch enemy of Hags and writ some lore for it, something like that. But like, I think this is a good buddy to have. Hmm. For sure. Like, like it would be a good uh, familiar to have around. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're super powerful. Like, they're, you know. True. Like a Kirin, they're kind of mini gods. So it would be maybe you have to go on a quest to get one on your side to beat the Hags. Oh yeah, that that's a better point. Oh, Soripu, I get it. Sleep, it's a Sleep. it's a pun, it's a pun. That's that's his name. Drowsy in Japanese. It's Soripu. What about Hypno? Hypno is uh, is another pun. I did not get it right away. Let me see. Here. You did not look immediately. To be fair, you Hypnosis don't speak Japanese. Soripu. Yeah, exactly. 
Sorry, pa. I don't uh, speak Japanese. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I listen to a lot. Of I them. think the pun is. <laughs> Sorry, pa. I get it. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. It's so clever. Yeah. <laughs> All the Pokemon names. Um, All right. Um, uh, the next spooky boy we got. I'm actually going to drop an image as soon as I get done here. Mm. Um, but. The next spooky boy, because there's a famous painting of this by a famous 18th century Japanese artist. Mm. Um, But this is the Gasha Dokuro. And this motherfucker is a giant skeleton. Oh, man, I fought many of those. Yeah, (laughs) this is a warrior. (laughs) Wait till you hear the lore, Julio. This monster's got, like, major Dark Souls energy. Oh, man. (laughs) He's he's probably what influenced Wolnir. Yeah. So, uh, Gasha Dokuro is uh, an automatopoeia. It's like Gasha, 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 Gasha is the sound of a bunch of bones rattling together. Mm. <laughs> so it's like its name is like the Rattler or something like that, or you know. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> um, so what happens is like when it, Japan has very intricate burial rituals, and it's easy to mess mm. them up. Um, and you get ghosts when you mess up those little those rituals. Mm-hmm. So um, when something really bad happens, like a war or a plague, and it's just a bunch of bodies buried in right. mass graves or not buried at all, Ghost it's everywhere. very bad. Ghosts <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, exactly. You don't want no, you don't want no skeletons. <laughs> so as these bodies rot, their negative energy, quote unquote, ferments. No. And when enough That's... of it builds up, it all coalesces together into a skeleton big enough to attack a skyscraper. Whoa. That's a big that's a big skeleton. That's not so, what I what, what I want to have happen to me when I die. No. <laughs> that's a big fucking skeleton. I'm not particularly uh I'm not particularly want to get attacked by a large skeleton. So that's a famous mm. woodcut of one. Oh, oh that sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome. as you can see it's a fucking big skeleton. Giant ass skeleton. He's like, hey, I don't have any very muscles. Cool. <laughs> How am I moving? Magic, I guess. Yeah. I mean, oh, look. yeah. It it's is... all of the negative energy in me. <laughs> um, and in one of those uh, cases of uh, mythology overlapping with history, the most famous uh, Gasha Dokuro tale comes from a real rebellion in around 900, the samurai lord Taira no Masakoto. Uh, launched a real rebellion against the central government in Kyoto. Mm. Uh, he was slain when his cousin betrayed him in 940, but his daughter, who was a famous sorceress, used black magic to re-raise her, farmer, his, her father's army as a gasho, do, a, a gasho do kuro, and it attacked <laughs> Kyoto. And that is what is being depicted in that woodcut. It's fucking, fucking metal. Yeah. It's like, how dare you betray us? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to send a giant skeleton to attack the Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Tales of this Monster specifically say that it you cannot fucking kill it. Well, you just have yeah. to wait until all the negative energy burns itself out, killing other people and destroying things. And, it, like, it's invincible. Wow. It's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it, it presents a problem if we're going to translate it into D&D, right? Yeah, I yeah, guess it yeah. can have. I can see this as more of a Magic Gathering character. Like, he's got Indestructible. Yeah. So oh, it'd be a great can, Magic card. Yeah, maybe he's got Indestructible. So maybe and a spell, what's it called? Hexproof? Yeah, Hexproof. 
hexproof and indestructible. He's got both of those. So like maybe you can. My thought is like. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would do it. My thought is we like like he's hexproof, so. Yeah. He but maybe it's like an upkeep. You have to pay. Like obviously, it's a black card. Maybe it's like you have to pay X life per turn to keep it going, or it falls oh, apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably trample too because it's fucking big. But I don't think black has a lot of access to trample. You know what? I give him trample just for the shit, shit shiggles of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's um, a big skeleton. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll let him so trample. The, He's big. <laughs> yeah, there are big, powerful undead in D anD D, like the Nightwalker or the Devourer. Um, mm-hmm. so like we could just reskin that those, but that's not very exciting. So I like yeah. I think like maybe the key is to lean into the undefeatable yeah. thing and make it like a bad yeah. guy's plot to get one together like that princess. Yeah, this is like yeah. This is like end game stuff. Right. This thing this thing versus the what you call it? Uh the the one above the dragon. What is it? <laughs> the box or the Yeah. The Baku what, or what's the what's the end game the stupid end game? monster in D called the, the it's not a dragon but it's like bigger than a dragon the not the buck it, it's in D. the trask it's is a, like the the trask yeah it's like the absolute Trask's largest the... monster well cut yeah. the, the trask is a, a dragon from french lore so i think one day we'll oh, do really? the trask yeah okay Ooh, I didn't and then it will have a really easy section when it's time to translate it to D. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, here's my pitch. Tell me if you guys like this pitch. Um, okay. These things are born from plagues and mass graves, right? From wartime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How hard would it be for like a lich or a vampire or necromancer to work behind the scenes to get one of those things going? Or become one. Yeah. Hmm. So like maybe Act 2, your party figures out, oh, this the, the other kingdom isn't the bad guy. There's secretly a lich or a vampire pulling the strings to make one of these things. And now we yeah. gotta find a way to stop the war or kill the glitch before it's too late before yeah. it's game over for our village <laughs> yeah before for our magical two magical kingdoms both alike in dignity mm-hmm. yeah that's what do you think i love it i love it i want I'll, i'd play that i'd play that thanks game. <laughs> that would be a cool campaign yeah and then you get to fight a big skeleton if it fails. Yeah, you get to find a secret way to defeat a big undefeatable skeleton. Yeah. And it's a perfect just... opportunity because I know I play, I've play. i played paladins. I know what paladins like. Excellent opportunity for your paladin to sacrifice themselves heroically. Yeah, uh, yeah. totally. Yo, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, no, he did a, a, a plus ultra smite. And now he, he was he smited too hard, and he's dying. He smited too hard, and his body is being taken by the holy light. His body has been smoted. Yep. <laughs> he smited the the skeleton, but he also smitted his soul. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. See, it rates itself. <laughs> All right, smite. I love it. Uh, in this next category, we have sort of a three for one, and I think this encounter kind of writes itself. So we got mm. the Ushi Oni, the Nurei Ona, and the Iso Ona. Mm. Uh, so, firstly, the Ushi Oni is a giant amphibious crab or Ooh. spider with the head of a bull, um, and it eats people. It is aggressive wow. and cruel and very hard to kill. 
Um, and in addition horrifying. to its horns and its bone-crushing jaws, it loves to eat bones. Um, whatever other claws or talons they have, they can also, like, breathe a big cloud of poison. Mm. Uh, you can find them kind of anywhere, but their favorite territory is Rocky Coastlines, which lets them team up with these other two dudes. Uh, the first of which is the Nureona, like I said, and these are vampiric sea serpents. <laughs> they have long, snecky bodies uh, with the heads of women, women and occasionally arms. Hmm. They like to magically disguise themselves as a woman in distress who's like clinging to the rocks as the tide is coming in or whatever, or it's like a shipwreck victim, um, often with a baby in their arms. And uh, when help comes to get them, uh, they, if they touch the baby, the baby suddenly turns out to be a boulder or weigh as much as a boulder and people are trapped or it sinks their boat or the lady just turns mm-hmm. back into a, a sea serpent and drains all their blood. Oh, wow. Um, and so what these guys and our next guy like to do is pretend to be women in distress. And when people come to save them, uh, the Ushioni kills them and these ladies get to drink the blood and the Ushioni gets to eat the body. I think I've seen this in, uh, like an having a good time. Of, I think I've seen this in an episode of, um, God, what's that dumb D and D like rip off adult swim show called Tick Tone. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I've seen Tick Tone, Oh man, you, you'd love it. John. Tick Tone is a, a wonderful show. Maybe it's I'll give so it a good. shot. It's a sponsor us adult swim. I'll talk about Tick Tone yeah. all day. <laughs> and I bet you will after you after you watch it. Yeah, we'll see. It's you guys great. may have just created a monster. <laughs> uh, we're happy to. We're happy to do it. <laughs> all right. Unlike, well, so- uh, unlike Doctor Frankenstein, we'll embrace you with all of our great. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we'll have to kill your your partners and run away to the Arctic. Yeah, and I'll, we'll follow you that. and die. Because yeah. <laughs> we will follow you to the ends of the earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've read the books. <laughs> <laughs> I know the layout of this. <laughs> I, know, I know the end game of that book. <laughs> I'll follow you for months and then die on the way over. <laughs> Not without telling my entire life story in detail to a sea captain. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we had a podcast, and then we created the worst being in the world. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. You had a podcast? <laughs> I, and then he dies. Going, yep. oh, no. Yeah, I had a podcast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> His last words like, yeah, I have a podcast. Catch it on Spotify or off Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast. <laughs> Whatever. I, I hear Holly is pretty good. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will I die. I <laughs> Always be swinging. Uh, I will. Going Always down swinging. Going down swinging. Oh god. <laughs> uh, yeah. So our next sea lady vampire, which is an oddly specific category, and it's weird that we have two of them. Uh, the, the, is the Isa Ona, which is the wet lady. Um, mm. these are 
a lot like our last creature, but instead of being snaky, they just sort of fade out like a ghost from the waist down. No, that's my favorite part of the lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's the point? <laughs> I just like, just like reaching, but to no avail. <laughs> must be down there. Well, these dudes also pretend to be ladies in distress. Um, mm. And they like to like float on foggy nights off of cliffs. And when people come to save them, they run off the cliff. They like to wily coyote people. And they have a good <laughs> laugh about it. Yep. <laughs> uh, they also have a paralyzing scream, kind of like Black Canary. And so they'll paralyze you and then we'll come drink your blood. Oh, no. Again? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I said it's another lady sea vampire. God, sea vampire. Um, the sexiest of the vampires. Uh, I mean, hey, uh, I mean, we're not here I mean, to kick shame. No, we're not here to teach him. Uh, what? We all we all know vampires are sexy. Yeah, I know. No, I'm not going to deny that. I'm just this particular <laughs> vampire is not my steez, Is all I'm saying. Yeah, true. <laughs> Especially because uh, she He's drinks blood over. through her hair, which is as strong as tentacles. So sometimes she'll just lure you in, cover you with her hair, and then drown you and drink your blood. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, like I said, I think the encounter pretty much writes itself. A bunch of fishermen oh, yeah. are going missing on the edge of town, and the town is starting to run out of food, and you brave adventurers are sent to go investigate it, and you find a few ladies, and they're like, oh gosh, please help me, please help me. Um, I'm being okay. kept, you know, I, I'm i being kept prisoner by a monster. It's in there. You go into that sea cave, and it's, it's a Ushioni. And when the Ushioni starts losing, all the ladies reveal themselves to actually be whatever flavor of sea vampire you prefer. And you're ambushed yeah. from all sides. No, no. Not yeah. all sides. Sea vampiruses. All sea the vampiruses. sides. Every side. <laughs> left, right. I mean, it is a, it, you can make this a water encounter, so it could you could be flanked from every side. Yeah. Above, <laughs> below, whatever. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, I mean, a it's a tale as old as time, really. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Speaking you know. of of old tales, I I think it would be really easy to reskin a couple of D D monsters to make this work, right? So oh, you, yeah. sirens for one. yeah, the sirens perfect. The siren weirdly weirdly has a, a paralyzing touch that you can just say is a scream. Yeah, um, obviously the charm person and all that shit works easy peasy. Of course. Um, and if you look, you want to look for a monster that has a bull-like head and charges and is cruel and vicious and has a hard outer shell and breathes poison, the Gorgon is right there. It has all of those it's things. Right all you there. have to do is give it a swim speed, and you got your Ushiona. I want to... You got your big old bull crab. What yeah. If I wanna, what if I want to kind of get into the shape of the water of it all and just be like a fish man? Uh, again, I ain't here to kink shame. Okay, good. <laughs> if you want to go magical realm with these vampire ladies, find a DM that'll do that for you. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, I had to talk to my girlfriend about this. <laughs> <laughs> she has to know. <laughs> can you get, babe, can you get like a snaky body? Can you be like a snake from the neck down? Yeah, can you uh... get, get inside Please. the sleeping bag, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to you need to get into this uh, one large sock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back. We did it. Two birds, one stone. We solved it. <laughs> uh, I love it. 
What do you guys think of that trifecta of monsters? I'll, I guess I know what you think about it now, Julia. I love them all. I love them all. <laughs> They're very cool. I I, uh, I just really like the bull-headed crab. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds brutal and cool. There's a lot of cool woodcuts of them, too, if you want to look around. My favorite was the giant skeleton. Mm. <laughs> well, I got I got a giant spooky shark for you now. Oh, boy. You ever heard of Isonade? You might if you're a Naruto fan. Isonade. Which one is so. that? Um, he's a pirate villain in Naruto. I never watched Naruto past the first season, so I don't know. But he is a pirate villain in Naruto. And he also has one of those magical god beasts in him. So, like, Gara the Sandboy's got a one-tailed Tanuki. Naruto's got a nine-tailed fox. And this boy has a three-tailed shark inside of him. But And his name is Isonade. Oh. But the uh, the traditional Isonati is uh, pretty spooky. Its name means the beach stroker, which <laughs> is less spooky. <laughs> the beach stroker. I like to think of it as the beachcomber, maybe. Like... Yeah, beach stroker is uh, <laughs> a stroker implies to... different things in English. I don't want to stroke a... the beach. I want to <laughs> I'll comb the beach, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this yeah. boy here, he is a very, very big shark, and he's covered in spikes. This Ooh. is kind of interesting because, you know, sharks, they don't have scales. They have denticles, which literally means teeth skin. Oh, boy. Ooh. So it's not like if we want to if you guys will come with me here to the cryptozoology playground. Careful mm-hmm. not to step in the poop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Lots right. of weird animals bury their poop in the cryptozoology playground. Oh, boy. Just for some reason. Just for some reason. It's not that hard to believe because sharks already got spiky skin that maybe one shark would like really lean into the spiky skin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Evolutionarily speaking. Yeah, but back onto folklore, uh, nobody's ever seen what the front half of this creature looks like because it's so stealthy and quiet. And its favorite thing to do is just to reach its tail up above the waves and pluck a soldier away with a graceful stroking motion that's so peaceful people don't even realize they're being taken until it's too late and they're dunked into the water. Oh, wow. that sounds like a Kraken, like a mini Kraken, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, like, using the Kraken stats from D&D was my first thought with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody has actually made an unofficial source book called the Bestiary, mm. and somebody, like, went and just fully statted that one already. Oh, fantastic. Very cool. Fifth edition, no less. Yeah, yeah, ready to play. If you want a nice nodding on the temple, somebody has done all the hard work, including the stuff we don't normally do, like languages Mm. and spells. I should learn another language, you guys. Yeah. Oh, learning a language is great. It's hard, but it's great. It's rewarding. It is rewarding. I mean, my Spanish is awful, and I'm ashamed of it, but I'm I'm learning phrases. As long as you can get what I like to call restaurant of a different language, which is like, can you order food? Can you ask for directions? Can you ask for the bathroom? That'll get you through most. I can do all that in Spanish. <laughs> That'll get you through most situations. Cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no one's ever seen the front of it. Uh, it Sometimes it likes to just capsize small boats and eat everybody on the boat or like where it gets its nails, its name from, it'll pull up to a dock or to the shore and just run its tail along the shore and grab a bunch of people and eat them. Hmm. 
Spooky spiky shark. Spooky spiky shark. Sharktopus, really. Yeah, kind of. The sharktopus. <laughs> it's there there is a sharktopus in Caribbean folklore, and the name is escaping me at the moment, but there's allegedly a sharktopus that lives in the blue holes. You know, those big oh, blue man. holes that are spooky. We'll we'll yeah. cover that guy too. Oh man, there are... the blue holes. Those are yeah. actually close to where my homeland is. Yeah, right? Like Ooh. I might yeah, be um, just displaying my lack of Central Amer- Central and North American geography at the moment, right? But like, yeah, yeah Belize is the Caribbean's right off the coast of Belize. Yeah, it's right there. Big one of them. I was. Yeah. I have. Um, I have connections. I could probably get us there. If you get yeah, them. I mean, if we want to go cryptid hunting for something that is way out of our league, I won't say no. <laughs> I think we should probably stick to tromping around. Haunted hotels and shit first, but I won't say no to a Caribbean vacation with a little monster hunting on the side. Oh, man, it'd be great. We might actually run into some hammerhead sharks, actually. I would love to see. Depending on the time of year. Oh, man. I like uh, this is so off topic, but there is a there's a guy who films great white shark footage like Mm -hmm. in Malibu and other beaches right off the coast of L.A. And oh, it's man. like, it makes me want to swim with great white sharks because he has hours and hours of footage and he has no attacks. It's all sharks just being, you know, juvenile sharks just being kind of curious and checking people out. And it like, mm. it's really seeing so much footage of, you know, eight, 10 foot sharks just being like, huh, surfing, neat. It's kind of, I kind of want to experience that now. That does sound interesting. I, I don't know if I'll ever, I, I don't know if I'm athletic enough to be a surfer, but. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I guess it, it would behoove me to not at least try it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're in LA. You gotta try it at least once. I guess, huh? I'm sure there's somebody who will teach you how to surf for some chili cheese fries and a beer. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna stick in kaiju land for one more moment with the umibozu. Umibozu. Yeah, these are large, inky black humanoids only ever seen from the shoulders up. On calm nights, they just rise up out of the sea and smash boats for no reason. Mm. Wow. The art of these guys is very spooky because they're just a black humanoid shape. Hmm. Um, And there's not a whole lot of lore around them, assuming, you know, because nobody survives seeing one. Oh, yeah. Also, you fight one in Neo. Really? Neo? Yeah. N-I-O-H. There's a Umibozu boss fight. Oh, really? That's dope. Yeah, I'll play that game. I should play that yeah, game. I hear good things about it, especially if you like Dark Souls stuff. Yeah. Mm. Big spooky monster boys. Oh, man. Wow, that is horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every once in a while they'll ask for a barrel and if you give them a barrel they'll just flood your ship with it but if you give them a barrel with no water they'll just scoop and scoop and scoop and you'll be fine because they can't put any water in the barrel hmm interesting uh these are another guys because they're like instantly lethal i would just reskin a kraken all right uh i i got i got a, a spooky a spooky another spooky boy for you this is the Bake Kujira, or Bone Whale. Bone Whale. Oh, man. Bone whale. So, you know, like, whaling is a tradition in Japan. Uh, yeah. We're not going to touch on the ethics of it right now. 
But in the olden days, uh, like bringing in one whale could mean the a, a huge difference for a poor fishing village because literally every part yeah. of the whale, the oil, the bones, the meat were valuable. So like seeing one off in the distance was a good sign. And if somebody spotted a whale, then all the fishermen would rush to their boats to get it before it escaped. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, whales don't like being killed. Yeah, 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 of course not. So every once in a while, one will rise from the dead as a bone mm. whale. Uh, oh. mm. So even though they Makes don't sense. need to b- breathe any longer, they'll surface as if they do. And they're always <laughs> surrounded by a spooky cloud of ghostly or weird fish or birds. And just a look on the bone whales brings a curse back to your village. Oh. So it's like lots oh. of tales. People going out there, they see a white whale, and they realize it's a bone whale, and then they realize they're fucked. And then the village gets hit by myster- quote-unquote mysterious fires, or a bunch of whales beach on the shores, and then a, hu- a bunch of people die of mysterious diseases. Lots of spooky doogie stuff. Hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, this is the last time I'm going to say it this episode. I'm not sure how to translate this guy to D&D, but I have a cool idea where it's like, what if a sea hag or other mm. person, other water-based spellcaster raised one up as sort of like a base? Oh. As opposed to operating from a pirate ship, they're operating from inside of an undead whale. Ah, oh, that sounds awesome. Very monstro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's that, like, very cool. Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> I know the Adventure Zone's doing an underwater campaign, so maybe we'll see some spooky whales. <laughs> Inspire for some big old whale action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some bone and whale action. Some bone whale. Do it got bone, bone in it. Bone skeleton. Whale skeleton. Skeleton, skeleton whale. Warrior. Well, now it sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Skeleton Dark skeleton whale. whale. <laughs> <laughs> It does. I it. summon cursed bone whale. In <laughs> defense. Uh, we um, got, I think, maybe my favorite guy here now. Uh-oh, this here is the comes. new Peppo. <laughs> Peppo. Uh, yeah, the new Peppo. New Peppo. New Peppo. N U P P E P P O. The new Peppo. This is an aberration that prefers rudent temples, overgrown graveyards, and similarly gloomy and abandoned places. They're described as lumpy, fat, misshapen hunks of flabby meat that run around on a pair of humanoid legs. That's pretty spooky. All the woodcuts I could find of these guys that kind of look like testicles. <laughs> it's kind of spooky, though. <laughs> um, they're completely passive and harmless, but they smell super bad. <laughs> so there are lots of stories of uh, local lords uh, hiring a bunch of their soldiers or adventurers to go scare one out of a castle or an abandoned temple or something and they can't catch it because it's like Sonic the Hedgehog on its little legs. <laughs> <laughs> and all the while while you're chasing this lumpy fat little monster uh, you're breathing in its bad fumes so you pass out. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so no it's good. Uh, th- their name and origins are mysterious, but their name is currently a slang for like wearing too much makeup. Oh, yeah, I think I've. How, and, wait, how do you say say the name again? New New Pep New Peppo New I know Japanese doesn't have any emphasis as a language, but I'm I'm struggling. It definitely doesn't look like any Japanese word I've ever seen before. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently. Edo era pharmacists concluded that 
it was the result of an inexperienced shape shifter like a tanuki or a kitsune fucking up the transformation <laughs> it got stuck like that like your parents always warned you about your face oh yeah, yeah. And Edo-era pharmacists concluded that the flesh was either a super powerful cure for every disease, or it gave the eater incredible power as long as they could keep it down. It was really hard not to throw it up because it smelt so bad. Hmm. So you can uh, become powerful, but yeah, at the, at the expense of just throwing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet I could do it. <laughs> you were talking about the hamburger pizza earlier. Like, I know, right? <laughs> John, I think you got the power. <laughs> no. I'm so squeamish, dog. It's funny. I, I don't know exactly what stats I'd give this guy, but I think my, my best guess is, like, somebody in the village is sick and you need to go catch this thing to cure them. And it doesn't attack back. It's just an annoying little fucker that your party has to, like, make traps or something because they can't ever catch it just by chasing it. Mm -hmm. You gotta, like, fool it into the thing. Yeah. Uh, you gotta outsmart it. Passes out. Yeah. Make con saves to avoid passing out from the... From the the stink? Yeah, like a DC 13 stench <laughs> save. Yeah. I know. I think it might be... Because normally D&D &D breaks down into, like, role-playing, puzzles, and combat. And this feels like a way to kind of combine them in a way yeah oh i'd say the opposite like now now you're not doing role playing now you're not doing i guess it could be a it could be a puzzle mm -hmm. but it's it, it would be a different sort of encounter i think especially for a low level party and yeah. the, if you fail you just pass out and it, it seems fun to me i don't know yeah. and nothing yeah, happens yeah. you just you just lose the trail of the stinky little testicle man yeah as he <laughs> runs like, away and hides do you really want to go where he goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just hear the uh, weird, weird, sloppy trotting of its little. There's a. I don't. I don't. I don't want. Of like weird, like, like... Flesh <laughs> flapping on flesh. Yeah. No, I really. I encourage you to look up the woodcuts of this thing. <laughs> it's very strange. It's a weirdo. It's a little weirdo. But it's great. <laughs> um. So yes, okay, that leaves me that leads me to if the other guy wasn't my favorite, this guy definitely is. This mm. is the Saito Taisho, which literally means crockery general. <laughs> He's a little dude made from all of the uh, the broken and unused or otherwise unloved ceramics and cookware in your house. <laughs> if Lots you don't use that ghosts. stuff, yeah. Pots and pans ghost. <laughs> it's pots and pans ghost. It's a little It's kind of like a ratatouille ghost. Uh, he's a little. Except this guy's ratatouille. Oh. You can be random. Uh, oh. So his head is usually a sake bottle, and he ties a little headband around the, the bottle, so it looks hmm. like a top knot. That's in all the art, and the rest of him looks like a little samurai, where his armor is made out of like dishes and stuff like that, and pots and pans. Yeah. Uh, it sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really cute. Uh, and he's got he's got those um, uh, traditionally Asian style spoon, like white spoons for feet. So he looks pretty cute. Oh, wow. He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> oh. but, uh, he is vicious and aggressive and he is a warmonger. Um, in a lot of the stories, he sees the kitchen as his territory and will wield kitchen knives or sharp pieces of por por uh, porcelain to attack the kitchen staff or the family. 
Wow. Oh. That's um, nice ghost. He is clumsy, but indestructible. So there are lots of stories of him uh, running super fast and accidentally falling off a, a counter or running into a wall or something like that and shattering into a billion pieces and then reforming. Hmm. Oh my goodness. How do you defeat such an enemy? I think this is a good thing to stick in a haunted house. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. You uh, you could just use the animate item rules, but just have it respawn after 1d4 rounds and just like, don't go in the kitchen. Yeah. Saito Taisho is going to protect his territory against you, against all comers, <laughs> no matter what, and he will never stop. He's a warmonger. Don't, he's a don't warmonger. He, he's thinking about annexing the living room. Just be careful. <laughs> you gotta figure out what is the heart of the haunting and stop it because you can't, you know, like other ghost stories, you can't stop them by fighting them. Look, you think he's adorable because he's wielding like a chopstick as a sword? No, 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 no. Yeah. You forget there's also several kitchen knives in there. Yeah. <laughs> he's not afraid. What if what if you had like the power of magnets? And you just that, well he's that's the thing is he's, he's mostly porcelain. crockery, right? Like he's yeah. mostly porcelain oh. except for in modern retelling. So he's kind of immune. But I think I magnets is kind of smart if you can get him to absorb like yeah. a little non-stick cookware and zap them to something. Yeah. But his little body is so Use a magnet so to like cool. suck yeah. all the knives. I, I think more than anybody else here, look up the Saito Tai show because he's just, this dude, why isn't this a fucking Pokemon, Game Freak? Like, oh, the more I'm looking it, at it, the, the cooler he gets. <laughs> uh, there's one I saw where somebody has overlapped a bunch of tea saucers, like they're like that fu- that big shoulder armor and stuff like that. Oh, he oh, looks yeah, so yeah. cool. How do you He's spell super this? dope. S e t o t a i s h o. It's very cool. T i t a i s h o. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's adorable. Isn't he cute with his <laughs> little headband? Little, look at this little anime character. Yeah. <laughs> Give me one. I want one. In, in I, one I've seen some positive Make him ghost, ghost ground or whatever, because he's crockery. Yeah. I don't know. Make Legendary him... artifact creature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in some art, he has, like a, he has a teapot as like his like backpack. Yeah. His, yeah, it's like his little samurai armor backpack. There's there's uh, some where he's like using chopsticks or something yeah. as like a, a banner with a little napkin on it. It's like you very cute. Like <laughs> from his back, like, samurai style, sticking up a teapot. Love this guy, big fan. One of his more popular forms of weaponry is like it's like a chopstick, but then it has a little like has a little jar on top of it. <laughs> yeah, or a little broken piece of ceramic, and he's just like, yeah. no, no, and like in in all of these cases, it's always just like an intact, like little like sake, Cop sake or uh, jar, yeah, no jar, like a no, no sake bottle, like a ceramic yeah. sake bottle, where you put it in, and then you, you know, put in some boiling water to warm up the sake. Mm. It's always <laughs> one of those that are just like stuck on top, like it's like a spearhead, but it it does no damage. It's just blunt. <laughs> Well, I'm pleased. I'm pleased I can bring you this cute little guy. I'm glad you love him as much as I do. He's great. He's very cool. A plus. A plus. A plus. I know we're not rating or quizzing these guys, but I think we can all agree. He gets a 10 out of 10. Saito is an 11 out of 10 in my heart. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I love all the I love all of his art because he's like he's so tenacious looking. <laughs> yeah, he's such a brave little guy. <laughs> he's like, this is my land, and I'm gonna beat you up, sushi chef. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right, I this this is this will be our last uh, our last yokai for today, and mm. it's also going to be the one that I'm going to struggle to pronounce the most. Hmm. Um, so this is the Norari Hyun. Norari Hyun. Hyun. It's that like uh, Kyoto sound where it's a oh. uh, oh. it's sort of one syllable, like that. How, it's how the H Y O sound. How do you spell? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't really have it in English. Oh, I see. Um, this so this creature is a squat little humanoid with a giant alien esque elongated gourd head and a and a benign looking but wrinkled face that looks like quote a cross between an old man and a catfish. Oh, okay. He dresses in only the finest robes and eats only the finest food. He travels around on a palanquin, which you guys know what that is. A pelican. <laughs> a, a palanquin. Oh, a palanquin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a palanquin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a, a, a throne chair. Yeah, it'd be carried around by other people. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So he travels around on one of those, held aloft by human or yokai servants, and he acts like the perfectly polite little gentleman. But looks can be deceiving, because the Narari Hyon is also known as the Kaibutsu no Oyadama, or the Supreme Commander of All Monsters, which sounds like something out of Common Rider. <laughs> he's a big bad guy yeah big bad guy evil he's the res- yeah evil, evil like business guy yeah like oh yeah you 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 were picking up what is being put down julio because right. he's the respected elder among all yokai and he's the arbiter and meeting leader during all official yokai meetings god king emperor <laughs> That's awesome god all king yokai emperor. heed his command and he often leads the parade of a hundred demons, which is the Japanese version of the Wild Hunt myth, which you guys may or may not know. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> you do not know. Uh, so, like uh, in Norse folklore, it's often Odin who leads the Wild Hunt. In uh, British folklore, it's elves. In a lot of other places, it's a bunch of ghosts or demons, and it's just it, uh, on moonless nights, a bunch of monsters come down from the sky or come out of the woods or the mountains or whatever. And they just destroy everything in between point A and point B. And so you just have to have your doors locked and your windows closed and not come outside no matter what you hear. And this is a myth that pops up almost everywhere. There are tons of variations of it. It's very cool. Hmm. It's one of those things that kind of just like permeate all cultures. Yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, I mean, like it's always. Night. Beware the moonless night. Yeah, exactly. This night. Um, in Hawaii, they're called the Night Marchers, and they're de- uh, the the ghosts of a dead king's army. And you're like supposed to fall to the ground if you hear them coming, because there's not a whole lot of indoor spaces in traditional Hawaiian yeah, culture. Right, so you're just yeah. supposed to like fall to the ground, play dead, bury your face in the mud, so you look like you're a subject. It was before the time of electricity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so things were scary at night. <laughs> I mean, people allegedly still see the night marchers and other wild hunt esque things to this day. Mm, it's a big part of fae folklore all across the world. Anyway, mm. um, so like these guys are like Odin level, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Very powerful yokai. Um, the scariest thing about the Nurarion, though, is that 
it likes to slip into houses on busy evenings, like when you're preparing for guests to come over or something like that. And at first, all it does is go around unnoticed by anybody, just helping itself to all your fineries, all your expensive cigarettes, all your expensive alcohol, all your Mm. expensive tea, that sort of thing. But it is slowly and subtly mind controlling everybody there to make them think it's the master of the house. So after time, even the owners of the home think that this creature is their grandfather or whatever, and is the actual owner of the home and are tricked into serving him. Oh, that's spooky. That's so spooky. I hate that. (laughs) Yeah. That's very weird. Yeah. Only once it has had its fill. Uh, does the supreme commander of all monsters return to his palanquin and the homeowners slowly become aware of what just happened? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right? This is a spooky boy. Spooky. He weird. just comes in. Hey, I'm your grandpa. <laughs> yeah. You just He just comes in and he's just like, great party, Frank. And you're like, thanks, supreme commander of all monsters. Yeah. Supreme commander of all monsters versus supreme Thanos. commander. <laughs> and then three days later, you're like, oh, yeah, that's my grandpa. <laughs> oh, he's shit. always lived with us I we're starving to death because he eats so much but we love grandpa oh, wow. oh grandpa oh, man, that sounds evil you're amazing scary as fuck <laughs> yeah so I think uh, this it reminds me of an Airbnb like situation <laughs> oh, that's kind of an interesting like script idea yeah I mean it, it, it reminds me of Parasite in a lot of ways yeah yeah you know, oh man, yeah, that's a good point. I know, I never made that connection, but you're totally right. Oh man, that's spooky. That make a, that'd make a good horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, my 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 D and D pitch for this boy is like I have no idea what the stats would be. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I think what what you have is a classic shapeshifter here. Oh yeah. You know, well, he doesn't got... shapeshift. That's the thing, right? Is it's all it's all mind control. Mind he just control. makes you kind of like a mind flare almost. But yeah, like... mind mind flare is a good one. Like mm-hmm. definitely charm person suggestion, dominate person in it, the spell it, list. I think it would have the ability to shapeshift or at least use mind control to yeah to, uh, to do it. Illusions, know? yeah. Illusions, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh man, I hate it. I hate this character already. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's my pitch: is uh. This guy inserts himself into the local lord's house because that's where the finest Ooh. things are as like the king or the mayor or something. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes that people are coming to him to make decisions because they think he's the the local lord. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, wait, I can start overtaxing all the peasants. I can start, you know, over harvesting all the food for myself. I can start demanding mm-hmm. everybody give me all their tea, all their food, whatever. Really get the load on the end end stage capitalism. <laughs> exactly, exactly, my dude. <clears throat> Re- really, just start start like start ramping up that 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 capitalism. <laughs> yeah, and because he also has his his retinue, whether they're just his palanquin carriers or his a hundred demon servants, like you can have all sorts of other monsters that follow him around, just uh, eating the peasants like livestock too. Oh Ooh. God. <laughs> and so it's only when you know and the pcs the entire time are like what what is this evil king doing yeah and it's only once they you know you get into the throne room that you realize like oh the even evil king is not evil he's been mindfucked too it's all the Hyun's work yeah it's all that guy's fault it's all that guy's fault <laughs> that guy over there and then you have yeah. one of those I'm like what like, guy? grandpa <laughs> grandpa it's all Gra- lord grandpa's fault it's all lord grandpa 
God we love Lord Grandpa. Grandpa, but we are starving. But we love Lord Grandpa. <laughs> Please, Lord <laughs> Grandpa, have my food. Oh, man. And, then, and then, then you get to have one of those fun fights where it's like, ah, oh, shit, the barbarian got mind controlled. Everybody run. <laughs> oh, no, Lord Grandpa's got his got his back. Yep. So I'm oh, sure man. we could make a, an in-depth stat block for this guy. But regardless, I think you guys are like putting up, of... picking up what I'm putting down. Like there's a lot of spooky fun to be had here. Lots of wisdom saving throws. Is yeah. Hearing. <laughs> Have you all ever heard of a false hydra? False hydra is that? Mm, no. Is that a is that a hydra that doesn't that doesn't regrow heads? What is that? It's a, a fan made <laughs> it's a fan made D and D monster that's an aberration that grows underground and it uh sing the the older it gets the more heads it gets the more heads that sing the more difficult the song is. And Ooh. the idea is you roll into this town and it's creepy and there's not a lot of people and everybody's acting kind of weird. Hmm. And, you know, you talk to the tavern keeper and his wife and they're like, yeah, it's always been great here. And you come back the next day and the wife is gone. And the tavern keeper's like, I never had a wife. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no. Um, and the idea is that there is an aberration that is eating people and it's constantly singing a song that makes everybody forget. Oh, that's so spooky. So I think you could have a similar thing where um, there's a radius around this guy where you constantly have have to make saves to realize like that, that he's not your grandpa. That's like a yeah. Slender Man situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> that, was yeah. just, that spooked me so hard. Good. <laughs> slender Man. <laughs> Don't get me, Slender Man. <laughs> Don't get me, Grandpa Man. Don't get me, Supreme Grandpa. <laughs> Supreme Grandpa of Monsters. Don't get me, God King Emperor Grandpa. <laughs> well, don't get me catfish man dem's my kaiju picks oh man that's great mm, what do you guys picks. think those are great thank you so much giant oh shit yokai cool. not kaiju fuck yokai mm. not giant monsters these are we had a, we had a couple spirits. big skeleton bone whale yeah isonade yeah, yeah yeah but my favorite <laughs> pots and pans man Hot pants man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. so cute. Saito's the best. Saito's great. Yes. Seto, I think it is. Actually. Seto. I was, my wife Seto told me it show. was the sort of the 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 it was a the it was a Saito a, a sound, but I could be could be wrong. Mm. I think it's, I think if it were Saito, it would be AI. I think. Uh, she looked at the kanji, so it could be Saito. a bad transliteration on my part. I don't know. <laughs> that's the episode as far as i'm concerned that's all my research what do you guys final oh, thoughts final thoughts oh man these are all great i love them all i uh set the show 11 out of 10 big cool great guy. cute boy show. love him yeah he's oh, adorable man. he fights fights for what he believes in yeah i think you might have just been uh maybe you were just confusing the the taisho uh, like the AI in Taisho between hmm. yeah. Seto and Taisho. The Seto, I think yeah. Pretty sure it's Seto. Seto Taisho. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, uh, like that that sounds like something that's like easily like accidentally flipped. Oh yeah. Seto totally Taisho. possible. Love it. Oh man. Okay. Uh it's going on for too long. You'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a lot long. of lot of recording to do. A lot of stuff to edit with this one. A lot of great. editing to, to to finagle with. Let Thank me close you. it out. Thank you all for joining us. We hope you learned something. 
we hope I didn't mis- mispronounce anything too much. <laughs> Don't worry, you did. Too yeah, much. It's cool. <laughs> uh, we hope you got a little bit spooked. Oh, I got so spooked. Some of them are pretty spooky. Be nice mm. to your cookware. Be nice to your cookware. Yeah, seriously. Don't be. Yeah. A, don't be a dick. Don't be mm-hmm. a dick. Do the dishes. You know. Also, make sure that you get stabbed good. Get your uh, get your va- get your vaccine. Get the vaccine in you. Do it once though, or twice. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. I only got it once. I got the JJ Some, vaccine. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's it. Trust. Yeah, you'll things will be better. Things are getting back to normal slowly and as slowly long, but as surely. Long as you can prevent. I just I hope we're not. I don't know. I hope we're not jumping a gun, but um, yeah, proceeding with. I'm proceeding with ca- with uh, optimistic caution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel right now. But yeah, oh man, thank you so much for sticking around, you guys, mm. and listening listening to this. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week.